0: Live from the headquarters of Common Sense, this is Common Sense Christianity. As always, I'm your host, Ethan Foster, here today with another episode. Happy Good Friday, everybody. I hope you guys are doing well during this time of crisis and uncertainty. Uh, hope you guys are staying safe. And I just wanted to read some scripture with you guys to give my perspective on it. I'm sure if you are uh, a Christian of any sort, you have read these passages of scripture. And I'm going to read from John. 19, uh, starting at verse uh, 17, and it says, So they took Jesus away, carrying the cross by himself. He went to the place called Place of Skull, in Hebrew, uh, Galtha. There they nailed him to the cross. Two others were crucified with him, one on either side with Jesus between them. And Pilate posted a sign on the cross that read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews, the plate, The place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, uh, and the sign was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek so that many people could read it. So the leading priest objected and said to Pilate, change it from the king of the Jews. He said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate replied, no, what what I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they divided his clothes among the four of them. They also took his robe, but it was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said, rather than tearing it apart, let's throw dice for it. This fulfilled the scripture that says, They divided my garments among them and threw dice for my clothing, um, which is written in Psalms 22 if you want to check out the exact prophecy. So that is what they did. Standing near the cross were Jesus' mother and his mother's sister Mary the wife of uh Glopos, and Mary Magdalene when Jesus saw his mother standing beside uh, standing there beside the disciple he loved he said to her dear woman here is your son and he said to the disciple here is your mother and from then on the disciple took her into his home Jesus knew that his mission was now fulfilled and And to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in it. Put it on a high soap branch and held it up to his lips. When Jesus tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and released his spirit. It was the day of preparation, and the Jewish leaders didn't want the bodies hanging there the next day, which was the Sabbath and a very special Sabbath, because it was the Passover. So they asked Pilate to hasten their deaths by ordering their legs be broken, and their bodies could be taken down. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the two men crucified with Jesus, but when they came to Jesus, they saw he was already dead, so they didn't break his legs. One of the soldiers, however, pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water flowed out. This um, report was from an eyewitness giving it an accurate account. He speaks the truth so that you can believe. These things happen in fulfillment of the scriptures that say, "Not one of his bones will be broken." And they, and they will look on on the one they pierce. And that is the ending of that specific part of the passage I want to read. And. What all this signifies, when you read the scriptures, and not just this scripture, I recommend you guys go read the other crucifixionist account in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. I read from John. Uh, When you read this, you notice um, God's ultimate sacrifice. You you hear uh, um, atheists talk about how does God allow all this suffering? How does God allow all... Uh, all this evil to go on in the world. And what God decides to do, he doesn't decide decide to let us face our ultimate and just punishment, but instead he decides to take on the punishment we deserve, and that is of eternal punishment and eternal suffering. He takes on our punishment that we rightly deserved. And this is something I want to get the audience here to to notice. That this is the ultimate love of Christ. Christ's sacrifice for our sins. We didn't deserve it. We didn't deserve Him to face this suffering. And I also encourage people to look into how crucifixion was done. It was a very brutal and painful process. So why would Jesus pick this route? Now, I'm going to oppose something that I don't know how the Christians listening to this will take it, but this is just something uh, I have observed. Well, I've thought of, I should say. That the pain that Jesus um, faced on the cross is a pain that we would feel in the lake of fire, in eternal punishment. Now, I cannot base that on Scripture, but knowing that Christ took our punishment away, then we would more likely face the pain that Christ suffered on that cross in hell. Now, with that said, we should give God the credit of Him taking on flesh and bone, coming down from His, let's just say, golden throne, in having a humble birth, not one of a king, not one of someone respected in government or religion, but someone that is of the bottom of society, and poverty, and malnutrition, and, and all of those things that someone in the first century would have faced. He took that on and he he, he grows up like a normal Jewish child that lives in those conditions and instead of just living out his life, he says, I'm gonna start my ministry. He's right around 30 years old. He starts his ministry, he gathers his disciples, and he prepares them for what is to come, having all knowing the end point of his entire ministry, death by crucifixion. So at that point, I I would have just stepped aside and went back into heaven, you know. Ooh, I did my thing. But you know what Christ is like? I will take on your punishment. I love you so much. I will take on your punishment so that you can be with me for eternity. And I can present all the evidence needed on on this YouTube channel. I present evidence for God and for the resurrection and all that. But it comes down to an emotional sense. That if this man took this punishment for me, then I should be willing to accept it. And that is the true love of Christ. That is the true grand finale of the Bible. Because God is always a very forgiving God, but God cannot ultimately be uh, all just and all loving um, without sending us to our punishment that we chose. So he gives us an alternative. He says, you know what? You you did this. I have to punish you for it through death. And I can't let you into my presence unless you somehow get rid of all the sins you have done and all the sins you're going to do. So that's where Jesus steps in. Jesus took on the punishment. Jesus took on uh, the punishment we deserve and that we should have faced. And that is something very, very important to understand when discussing this whole narrative going on in the Gospels. Because when Jesus takes it on, he says, it is finished. It is totally finished. I took it all. I took on the burden of the billions and the billions of sins of people that have been committed. And that is why we remember this day, Good Friday. And that's why we remember today today. And we should be joyful that God loved us enough to sacrifice for us. And that is the point I wanted to get at uh, today. Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. Subscribe if you're on the YouTube channel. Follow our Instagram account. If you're on the podcast, check out all, um, both of them. Subscribe, like, uh, email me at podcast at gmail.com uh, if you have any questions. And until next time. I'm Ethan Foster, here with Common Sense Christianity. You just listened to an episode of Common Sense Christianity. I'm your host, Ethan Foster, as always. And we love doing this for you guys. Please share the podcast with your friends and family if you like it. And frankly, even if you don't, uh, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review so that more people can hear the word of God. And until next time, God bless you.